Are you too hard on yourself? Time to let go. Hi, welcome back to Poll Group Employment Schmooze Podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Poll Group Staffing. I will start this schmooze with a story. I interviewed the job seeker who had a scheduled appointment at our office. I started by asking him to tell me a little bit about yourself, which is a usual question that recruiters ask and employers ask. As I was sitting there listening to this person for 20 minutes straight, I didn't know if I should just stop him or I should let him continue to spit out all of the anger he seemed to have accumulated in the past eight years. I'm after all an executive recruiter and not a mental health professional, at least not officially. It wasn't the first time I'd encountered bitter and angry candidates. And yes, even high level executives have felt frustrated and abused, but this candidate took it to a next level. He couldn't stop explaining what his previous employers did to him and how terrified he is to, God forbid, find himself in the same situation again. Well, he was in a difficult situation. He was a financial controller dealing with a controlling boss who was extremely manipulative and told him to do risky moves. This guy had many sleepless nights and eight years of mental pressure that were very painful. This is the crux of the story. Due to confidentiality, I'm being vague on the details. The first question that usually comes to mind in such situation is, why did he wait eight years to move on? If he felt so bad and it was so painful, he was abused, why didn't he reach out to a recruiter until now? Who forced him to stay there? Well, the minute you understand what manipulation means, you can understand why. Manipulation is a powerful tactic. It starts with a party who has more power than the other, showing how caring they are and how kind they are. They will first try to understand your vulnerability, then what you value in life. Then they will try to get a grip on that and try to isolate you from getting your needs without their help. And slowly they begin to control you. I've seen and interviewed many who are unfortunately in a manipulative employer-employee relationship, but this one was an unfortunate situation. I can't and never would I share any details, but it was to the point where I felt that the person needs serious professional help in order to be able to move on in life. The reason why I decided to do this schmooze is mainly because there are some practical things I would like to share that might be helpful for candidates who come out from a bad relationship at their previous employment place and to raise awareness for employers and managers who sometimes don't know where to draw the line and they don't recognize that they use their power in an abusive way. I mentioned in one of our previous schmoozes that over 90% of the workforce are employees and less than 10% are employers. And if you include managers, then it's much more. But there will always be people who are more powerful than others. That's how the world works. I personally, and as a recruiter, find most employers and managers of great growing companies to be sensible. And most of the time, they try to do things right. And that's why they were able to grow. Because without a proper workforce in place, it's almost impossible to grow a company. But that said, there are unfortunately some employers and managers who abuse their power and are manipulative, they get away with it because the company has other great employees who balance it out, or they're lucky to currently be in a booming industry and have enough 
financial power to overcome the bad employee relationship situation. It is very hard to change people, period. And this is not what I would spend time on. If you are focused on changing your bosses or changing your managers, please stop. Don't waste your time. But the way I see it, since I've interviewed thousands of candidates, I've seen clearly that a lot is also dependent on the mindset of employees. If you go into a job with the mindset of working for others, being under someone's control, then you put yourself in a vulnerable situation. Your actions will show it, and therefore you will be overpowered no matter where you will end up working. In the employment chain, there is always someone on top of you, and power is never equal. The question is, how vulnerable will you make yourself to the point of being overpowered and feeling abused? The truth is that you work for yourself. Your work is at your own will. No one is forcing you to work. Even if you work because you need to cover your bills, you are still not working to become subservient to someone else. I don't know how many times I've said it, but I'll keep on saying it as long as I can. Every day that you work, you build your own skills. Your skills are skills that you own. Your experiences are yours. None of it belongs to anyone else. So when you leave your job, that is what you will take away with you. And that is what you have to focus on. If you come into work with that attitude, then you will most likely not be in a vulnerable situation. And you will understand your rights and your privileges. And even more so, your superiors will feel it as well and they will treat you accordingly. To go a step further, if something happened at your workplace, or even if you got fired, and you start thinking back, I've given this place my heart. I've invested countless hours in the place. I went out of my way to please my managers and bosses. And now look what they have done to me. They did not appreciate my hard work, and you go on and on. All of the above, might be 100% true. But if you stay in that mindset, it might result in a much worse situation. You can become very vulnerable and whoever is going to interview you for your next job will pick up on it right away. Also, no one likes to see a burned out person. Your negative energy will not help you reach a better place. The best advice I can give you from my experience is to build on your accomplishment, which are your own skills, your actual work experience. Focus on that. This is what will get you your next opportunity and that is the value that you bring to the table. Going forward, you should go into things with this mindset that whatever you do and whatever you work, you work for yourself. You're building your own skills and experience and that's what you sell and that is what you offer and what you get paid for. They say that great salespeople should be great listeners. A part of recruiting is sales, but more so in recruiting, a big chunk of our work is being great at listening to and understanding human beings. But as much as we try to understand people, when a recruiter encounters someone who is very negative, even though they understand why, they still have an issue presenting someone who is full of negative energy. It is in everyone's best interest to focus on the positive instead of the negative. Well, it is only a normal reaction to vent and react to what happened to you. But if you need to do so, try not to do it with your recruiter and surely not with your prospective employer. When you present yourself for a job opportunity, you should try to present yourself in the most positive way. Everyone likes to be around strong 
positive energy. And you can achieve this mindset when you focus on your accomplishments instead of focusing on your bad experiences. We can also find employers who are taken advantage of by manipulative employees. It can work both ways. If an employee knows the vulnerability of a company and isolates the boss from it so they have a grip on the business, this puts the employer under constant threat of losing their business if they don't do this or that. It's not uncommon. When the boss finally sticks up for themselves and gets rid of this manipulative employee before they lose the company altogether, sometimes they have the same issue with their next hire. And every time they interview a new manager, they tell them the story, how they were manipulative in the past. This is so not smart. I know that you want to show how straightforward you are to prospective employees. And you don't care showing your vulnerability so they know that you're not aggressive. But if this message comes across in a negative way, chances are that if the candidate will meet with a different company and feel positive energy and the compensation will be more or less the same, they will most likely choose to go where they felt a positive vibe. So therefore, I tell employers too. You have a company you built, so focus on that. Focus on what you have accomplished and on your vision, how you see the company moving forward. Stay away from the negative past. Just look out for moving forward with the positive outlook. If you put your mindset on the positive, you will create better energy in the room and more people will be willing to engage and help you move ahead. This topic hits close to home for me as well. During COVID, I was hit hard physically and narrowly avoided being put on a respirator. Financially, the market took a massive hit and my company in particular did as well. It was the perfect storm, as they say, being hit physically and financially at the same time. Thank God I recovered my health and I was able to come back home to my loving family. After a few weeks, I was back in the office too. I'd be lying if I said the outlook wasn't extremely challenging, but I knew that my life would depend on how I will react to everything. I could have claimed eternally victimhood with good reason, but I knew that will not take me far. Instead, I decided to pick myself up and face my challenges with positivity. I knew what I had accomplished. I knew the thousands of people I had helped during my years in the industry. So I doubled down on that, whatever positive I could find, and step by step focused on rebuilding my future. I am happy and grateful to Hashem and to my wonderful team for contributing and making my company what it is today placing so many positions, especially in the past months. We have done multiple executive position placements. We placed a real estate owner's rep with a compensation package of 600K plus. We placed a CFO in a service firm for 400K and a purchasing manager for 300K. We placed a sales manager in a distribution company for 200K plus commission and a few more in the 150K and 130K range. It was a heavy and hectic month last month with all the Jewish holidays, but thank God we have the right system in place. Our team members all help each other reach success and our hard work pays off. So coming back to the main point, the main thing is focusing on the positive and moving forward. It's true that purging yourself of past pain and hurts might give you some energy to move on. But wallowing in that state definitely is just bad energy that spills over to others. No one wants that. Focus on your accomplishments instead. You will create positive energy and give yourself a much better chance of truly moving forward. Now, let's go to a poll group advertisement. 
We always have on our plate open available C-level and upper management positions to fill. We are currently seeking to fill financial controllers and CFOs across many industries. We are also looking to fill management positions in the construction industry. We are looking for managers in the healthcare and retail industries as well. These are all positions in the range starting from 120K to 250, 350K plus potential. If you have the experience and are on the lookout for a great opportunity with potential, please feel free to reach out. Email us at info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. We work with high-level executives. We understand and value your confidentiality. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.